Hey, 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 it's Dwayne from North Carolina, and you're listening to the Maze and Cellar Podcast. Hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 394 and session number 122 of Ask Scott. This is where I answer your questions here on the podcast, and I do it every single Friday. And guess what? We're going to do it again. I am pumped that you're here. I want to hear something funny. I'm sitting here, I'm talking, I'm hanging out with you guys, and every week when I do this, I think to myself, I need to take my Fitbit off because my hands are going like crazy because I get so excited and I talk really with my hands a lot. I just, I don't know, it's all that energy I've got that's kind of just, you know, stored up inside of of myself here, but uh, yeah, I always say to myself, I've got to take off the Fitbit because I'm going to be getting fake steps in a sense, but I am, I guess, really, I'm kind of like exercising in a sense, right? I'm really, I'm really uh, taking my arms and they're going, I I should probably video myself actually recording one of these and you can see what I mean. But I guess I'm still getting some exercise by being all excited about talking with you guys. But yeah, I'm super excited to be here. Um, If you guys want to ask a question and have it aired on an upcoming show or session, you can head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash ask. I made it real easy for you. All you have to do is go there. You'll be able to use your phone or you can use your computer, whichever, and then just leave your first name, brief question, maybe where you're tuning in from, and I'll do my best to air it here on an upcoming show. And you guys know I love hanging out with you guys because it's like we're in the same room together on Fridays. All right, so today what we're going to be talking about is Facebook ads. We're going to be talking about product images, and actually the product images question is is a really good one. I don't think I've been asked that one before, and then the other question that we're going to be addressing is competition in small markets, and this one happens to be in the UK market, so we're going to talk about that. I've got some thoughts on that one myself, Uh, so before we jump in, you guys always know that I have, uh, you know, I have these you know, weekly thoughts or kind of like what I'm struggling with or what I'm, you know, what I'm trying to improve upon or or any of that stuff. And I have these thoughts that are constantly coming to me. uh, And you probably have similar thoughts. It's like, you're always thinking to yourself, like, when is it going to be crystal clear? Like, when is everything just going to align perfectly? And you're just going to, you know, hit the domino and everything's just going to work. Well, it's probably not going to happen. But you can get some clarity, and I think as you know, we move through life or business, we're always figuring out a way to make it simpler for ourselves. Because I don't know about you, but I always feel like you know there's there's got to be a simpler way, or there's got to be other things I should be working on instead of this. So I'm all all about like prioritizing and trying to schedule. Because if I don't get on a schedule, if I don't have a routine, I just kind of like float around. You ever feel like that? You feel like, you know, I've got a bunch of stuff to do, but I'm not doing any of it. Or maybe you do something to kind of prevent yourself from doing the stuff that you're supposed to be doing. Uh, Something like Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or Pinterest. I don't know. Whatever you kind of go on to distract yourself. So this way here, you can't get anything done. Uh, (laughs) Hey, trust me. I've done it myself. It's kind of like, oh, I got to go do these things. And you go to the computer and you start to do it. And you're like, oh, well, before I actually dive in, let me just go over and make sure that I didn't miss any messages here or email or any of that stuff. So a little tip here for you. Um, It's not going to get uh, 100% easier all the time as far as like you think that you got it and then all of a sudden you're going to get back off track. It's going to happen. It's okay. It's normal. But you can constantly be working on it. And I think we always should be working on ourselves. 
okay? Our our mind, and then this is really what I want to talk about because mindset is huge, huge as far as what we do in life, but then also how successful we can become. And whether that's in business or in life. And I keep going back and forth with those two guys because ultimately we are doing this business stuff, most of us, because we want to create a better life for ourselves, right? We want to be able to do more things with our family or we want to do more things and like travel or we just don't want to have someone telling us what to do, right? So life is a big part of this. And, uh, and I think we all kind of know that, but we get tied up in the tactics and the strategies and all of that stuff. So I really want you to understand that mindset is a huge, huge component to what we're doing here. And it will help you in life, which also will help you in business. Cause if we can get a better life, if we can get a better start to the day, if we can get a better start to the week, we can work on our business and be more productive. Does that make sense? Nod your head if it makes sense. Yes, okay, and if you're running, you can still nod your head because uh, <laughs> I know a lot of you take me on the run with you, which I wish I was getting those calories burnt that you're getting by uh, running. I would be, you know, it would be fantastic. Uh, but going back to, you know, we're, we're actually trying to create a better life, so we have to understand that mindset has a lot to do with our life, right? Of what we kind of set ourselves up for. If you are burnout, if you can't focus, then working on your business is going to be hard, right? But if we can go ahead and get the mindset right and start creating some, some positive habits, some action items for ourselves to do and actually sit down and do them, it's huge. But the mindset, and I keep going back to mindset, the mindset needs to be, and we almost need to re-download maybe things that we've learned before or maybe that we used to do but we don't do anymore, but just think to yourself, when you are laser focused on something, here's a perfect example, and I I forget where I I read this, it might actually be in the new book that I'm reading by my good friend J.B. Glossinger, uh, the, uh, The Sacred Six, and I think he talked about that, I'm pretty sure it was him, and he heard it from someone else as well. But it's kind of, it's funny because, you know, we just went through this with my daughter getting married. You have a wedding. You're planning for a wedding. You are so focused on everything that has to happen for that wedding. Some people are going to get, you know, upset during the process. You're going to have hip hiccups. You're going to have maybe a little mini internal arguments, right? You have all of that stuff. But at the end of the day, okay, you are going to have a wedding. And you are going to get that done. You're so focused on that. That's all that's going to happen. That's all that's going to matter. Everything for those, whatever, six months, eight months, a year, however long you're planning it, is going to be focused on that wedding. Why can't we do that in business? Why can't we do that in life, right? We can, but we don't make it where it's a thing that we have to do. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. We are going to do it, okay, but we have to create a positive mindset, but also a direction, all right? So this week, myself, personally, I'm working a lot on my own clarity, like getting clear on what, I, what I'm what i doing, like, you know, especially now with the podcast and stuff, like I know there's a lot of people listening, I've got people that write me letters, and they say, Scott, you know, I've been listening to your podcast, you've changed my life, and I just listen to you because I want to get... I want to get motivated. I want to be inspired. I want to I want to actually do this. I want to believe in myself and I feel like you believe in me. So because of that, I know that there's a bigger thing out there 
rather than just business. So right now, whether you're building a business or you're, you know, maybe just trying to figure out your life, understand we got to start with the mindset. Okay. And you have to just understand that it's going to be a process. All right. And once you figure things out, and I've talked about it before, figuring out your why, you know, figuring out the how, and then what, right? Going through that entire process, which I'm not going to spend a ton of time here. And you guys understand, you know, you guys have probably understood that I, I really am passionate about this because I believe that as we're going through life, like you would think, okay, Scott, you know, you're, you know, 45 years old now. Um, you know, I just turned 45, by the way, July 30th, but, uh, you know, you, you probably got it all figured out. No, no, don't. I don't have it all figured out. I'm still figuring it out. I'm still wrestling with things in my, in my own head. Uh, I'm still doubting myself here and there. You know, I'm still thinking that I might do something and it might not work. I don't want to look like a fool, like all of that stuff. It's normal. Okay. And I'm constantly working on it because I know that I need to be strong in my own self and I got to, it all starts with ourselves, right? It all starts with our physical self. It starts with our mental self, right? We have to understand that it is huge. And, you know, if you guys are still listening to this, I probably resonated with something in your life right now. And to me, that's important because if we can get that right, man, oh man, I'm telling you, you can do anything that you want because the only person that's going to stop you is you. And what is that going to be that's going to stop you? Or how is that going to stop you? Basically, because your head, your mind says, nah, you better stop. Because if you don't, there's going to be some pain to follow. And that pain could be failure, looking like a failure to your family or whatever. Uh, But there's always that kind of relationship with, you know, I've got something I want to try. But if, I, if it doesn't work, then I fail. And then if I fail, I look silly and I don't want to look silly or I don't want to, you know, or it could just be like I'm investing 500 bucks and I don't want to lose 500 bucks or I'm, I'm, I might lose $3,000. And that's things that you have to get right inside your head, but it all kind of comes down to the mindset. All right. So, all right. Had to get that off my chest. Hopefully you guys are cool with that. And I, I always say that whenever I kind of don't talk about business strategies and tactics, I, I'm like, I hope you guys are cool with that. And I always get emails that people say, yes, please keep doing those. So if you're into that stuff, cool. I'm going to kind of keep bringing that stuff because I think that's important. And uh, it's more than just motivation. It's also actually putting it into action and then coming up with these, you know, these things that we can do on a daily basis to help ourselves stay on track and also get a little bit more clarity. All right. So. With that being said, I do have one little thing to say here, one little announcement. I'm on Instagram. I have been for a while. I just haven't done anything with it. My son finally got me uh, back into the game, and uh, I already screwed it up, though. I invited a bunch of people over to kind of follow me on Instagram, and I was, I was, uh, I guess my profile was private, so you couldn't even see my stuff. So uh, then I got that figured out. But anyway, if you want more of this stuff, this this type of stuff, like mindset stuff and business stuff, and just me taking a walk and kind of with my thoughts and my rants, um, that's going to be on Instagram. I'm going to be focusing a little bit more time there. So. If you want to go follow me on Instagram, head over to at Scott Volker on Instagram and you'll find me there. It's at Scott Volker. And uh, yeah, go on over there, like some stuff, share it. Uh, I don't know if you can share on Instagram. You can like it and you can comment, I think. Yeah, I'm kind of new to this whole Instagram thing. I mean, I've used Instagram to build a list, but I haven't actually used it to actually uh, talk and build stories and all that stuff that's anyway. 
Let's go ahead and uh, let's get started here. Let's go ahead and listen to today's question. What do you say? And the first one's going to be on Facebook ads. I'm excited to talk about this one because we just did some training. And uh, yeah, this is going to be good stuff. So let's go ahead and let's do today's first question and I'll give you my answer. Hi, Scott. My name is Alon. I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, USA. I was wondering if you could make a video with a screen share um, about step-by-step of how one should go at Facebook ads for their Amazon product. Um, like step-by-step that you explain everything from what type of ad, what will you write in your ad, um, how you generate the list, what, how, what will you put in your page, and all that stuff that um, I wish you had in one video. And again, step-by-step will be so much easier because I was listening to your other broadcasts and I could not find one that kind of, you know, put it together nicely and organized for someone to follow. Thank you. Hey, Elon, thank you so much for the question. And it's kind of funny that uh, you submitted this question before we actually did the podcast with Rick Mulready all about Facebook ads. So you're going to want to go back and listen to that one, which was the episode before this episode. So it's episode 393. So theamazingseller.com forward slash 393. And we actually talk a lot about all of the mechanics, but also like what is, what is, you know, like what is the strategy? Like what is not just tactics, but what is the strategy like and how to work backwards. And then from there, we're going to actually do a deep dive. So depending on when you're listening to this, we're actually going to be doing a workshop, which if you're listening to this before August 8th, 2017, you can head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash FB training. And if you're listening to it after the fact, you can still go to that link. I'm going to try to leave that training up so you can go and uh, and actually attend that workshop. Totally free, by the way. And he's going to walk us through how to find your audience, how to target them, and then from there, how to set up your ad and all the things in between. And he's going to do some Q&A. So that's going to be one you're definitely going to want to uh, to attend. All right. So again, theamazingseller.com forward slash FB training. And like I said, the one episode we did just before this, this will that'll give you a good framework of uh, what you can expect to actually do as you're walking through that. But if you want to actually see how everything is kind of put together, you're definitely going to want to check out that training. Now, the other thing is episode 392, I actually went through like the beginning thing that you need before you even run Facebook ads. So if you guys are brand new and you're like, okay, Facebook ads, but okay, I'm going to drive that traffic. Uh, you know, those, those people, I'm going to drive them over to my listing and eh, no, we're not going to do that. And actually I talk about that in, uh, in episode 392, where we talk about offers, because if you're going to run Facebook ads, you have to have a really good offer. All right, so we talk about that in 392, and uh, so I'm not going to go over all the details there, but just understand when we're talking about doing this, we call this a sales funnel or a sales process, Uh, so what you're going to do is you're basically going to find the audience, but before you find the audience, we have to have a good offer. If we have a good offer, then we take that traffic from Facebook, we can find out where these people are hanging out, we can target those people, and then from there, we can drive that traffic to our offer page, and our offer page 
Okay, there's like four components to this. Um, and then on the offer page, we can then say, hey, here's your, you know, here's your, uh, you know, your 25% discount, or your 50% discount, or here's the contest to enter your name and email address. So this way here, you can win this, this bundle worth $150 or something like that, which we've done time and time again. And uh, we actually did a whole workshop on that. But that's like the third component is really like getting the messaging down. Now we have to message those people, right? And then from there, we want to either launch a product to those people or we want to communicate with those people with other content or uh, ways that we can also see what else that they want. But again, Facebook ads is going to be a huge component to drive awareness to the offer, all right? So you've got some, uh, you've got some catching up to do if you guys have not caught those two episodes, 392 and 393 will get you all of that up to the point where you would actually start collecting the email addresses, okay, or start doing all of that stuff on the back end, all right, so episode 392 and 393 will get you everything there, and then you're going to want to attend the free training at theamazingseller.com forward slash FB training, and that's with my good friend Rick Mulready, all right, so Yes, Facebook ads, you're definitely going to want to use them. I think that's going to be a huge thing for businesses and brands moving forward, especially with competition coming in. All right, so hopefully that helped you. Good luck. Keep me posted. Let's go ahead and listen to the next question, and I'll give you my answer. Hi, Scott. This is Matt from Chicago. Thanks for your podcast and your website. I just had a question about background images. I have some products that are kind of small, and they're white, uh, about 75%. The rest is some colored lettering. I was just curious if you had any experience posting uh, white products with white backgrounds on Amazon and how Amazon deals with that, if they make an exception, or if you know any tricks. I have some feelers out to a few photographers, but I've yet to hear back exactly what they're going to say, and I'm not sure if it's even going to be relevant to Amazon in particular. Uh, So if you know anything... Let me know. Thanks. Hey, Matt. Thank you so much for the question. And uh, it's a good one. And I don't think I've ever been asked that question before, but it's a really good question. And what Matt is really talking about is what if you have an item that is white and then you are taking a picture on a white background? Well, here's the thing, okay? If you have something that's white, you are going to shoot it on a white background. Most of the time, the white background is really like really bright, bright, bright white. Okay, so there will always be a little bit of a difference in whites, and I've noticed this even when I've done stuff around the house, painting, or even back when I was working construction, we used to sell windows, and the the vinyl was always a different color than the paint, like, but the the you know the paint was technically white. So there's always you know there's always going to be a little bit of a shade difference. So I think you can still get away with putting it on white and then and then shooting the image. The other option that you have is you would then have the image cut out, okay, in Photoshop. And then they would just put a little bit of a drop shadow around it or on the bottom of it to make it look as though it's got a shadow. So that way there it'll show you that it's separated. But I would say, depending on what the item is, the white that you have is not going to be the exact white that Amazon wants. Um, Amazon is a it's a very, very bright, bright white. Um, and most things out there are not going to be the exact same thing. Uh, it was funny. We had actually a product that we were doing a photo shoot for, and it had a little bit of a transparency to it. So that was kind of hard too, because now you're like you're trying to photograph something that's kind of clear in a sense, but yet it's you know how do you do that? Well, it's it's the same same idea. It, it almost has a little bit of a cast to it. 
uh, on top of the white. And then also you can put, like I said, you can cut it out and then create a drop shadow on that item. So that would be my recommendation. You're not going to be able to use a gray or a different color just because you have a, th- a white uh, a product. I have I have not seen them uh, make any exceptions uh, for that. So I haven't heard of them allowing you to do that. Now, I do have a company that actually uh, I'm starting to work with. I'm starting to have them do some stuff for us. And so far, so good. So if you do need images done or packaging or any of that stuff, and this was actually a company that was uh, recommended by one of our listeners that came on the podcast. And uh, the name of the company is Matic. Dot com, and uh, you can actually get a discount. I'm actually working with them, and I asked them, I said, hey, if I use you and I like you, is there any discount I can give to my listeners? And they said, yeah, we could probably do something like 10%. So um, if you want to go check them out, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash graphics. Okay, so theamazingseller.com forward slash graphics, and uh, you can get a 10% discount there. Just let them know that, that you're a TAS listener, though. So there's going to be like a coupon field there. There should be. Um, and then just put in there TAS and uh, it should automatically uh, take that 10% off. Um, but the uh, the listener that I had on that used them, I mean, raved about them. I mean, just awesome packaging. I looked at a lot of their samples. looked amazing. Now I'm having to start, have them uh, start doing some work for us, even logo design and stuff like that. So kind of like a 99designs. Um, but um, I actually like it that I can actually talk to these people, and uh, it's uh, you know a smaller company, but yet big enough to handle uh, you know the stuff that we're doing. Ninety Nine Designs is doing everything under the sun. So um, yeah, outlinematic.com. Just use the code uh, TAS, and uh, you'll be able to get a little discount there, or just at least check them out if you need images done. And they can probably even recommend what they could do. So you may even just want to contact them just to ask what you could do, and they might even have some tips and tricks that you can do for that situation. So I would definitely go check them out. So hopefully, Matt, that helped you, and uh, hopefully you get that uh, that image done and you get some uh, sales rocking and rolling. That would be pretty cool. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and listen to one more question for today, and then I will let you guys go because I know you guys are probably busy and ready to get out there and get, uh, get to work. So uh, let's go ahead and listen to that last question. Hey, Scott, I apologize if this is a duplicate. Uh, I just sent a message and there was a problem with the app, so hopefully this will go through. My name is Omar from the UK. I apologize also for the background noise. I am in a cafe, and, uh, but I wanted to send this message to you now while it was fresh in my brain. And it basically has to deal with or has to do with finding a product in a relatively small market. Uh, in this case, I'm talking about the UK. Um, I'm trying to apply the 10 by 10 by 10 um, idea, which I, I think is a brilliant idea. Uh, but I'm finding in the UK that when I find a good product, um, sometimes uh, I'll go into the market and I notice that it's a race to the bottom with UK sellers. Uh, a lot of people will flood into the market and rather than improving the product or, or trying to find some other uh, angle on it, uh, people will just simply lower the price and even if you have an improved product, it's often difficult to compete because the market is relatively small. Whereas in America, a lot of times the exact same product can exist and it'll be as much as 30% uh, higher or a similar product and that has some improvements. And I, I'm just finding it hard to kind of go through and deal with uh, things in this marketplace and I wondered if you had any tips on how to uh, find products in, in a relatively smart uh, small marketplace, or maybe it's about marketing uh, in a relatively small marketing, uh, such that you can still be successful, irrespective of what other sellers do. 
or maybe it's just a simple matter of slogging through until you find a, a product that uh, sells that people don't jump into and deal with the inevitability that if you're successful, other sellers will join. I'd love to hear your answer. Take care and thanks for the show. Hey, Omar from the UK. What's happening, man? Thank you so much for the question. Yeah, a little noisy there, but I could totally hear you. So uh, I think it was kind of funny that you were uh, recording a message with a whole bunch of people around. So that's pretty cool. Uh, okay, let's uh, let's talk about this. All right, you're you're telling me that you're in a small market, okay? And your your problem is you're launching in the UK. All right, and as you launch in the UK, the minute you do, a whole bunch of other competitors come in then everybody races to the bottom. So number one, that tells me that your product isn't much different than everyone else's. So the first thing would be make your product different, make your product better, okay? That's step number one. A lot of people don't want to go down that road because they feel as though I don't want to put in that work if it's not going to sell. But here's the deal. A lot of times it doesn't have to be a major upgrade or, you know, something that you tweaked, it doesn't have to be a major thing. It could just be you reading the reviews and you coming up with a better, you know, Velcro strap or whatever, right? So it doesn't even have to be major. Um, but I would say that's going to be that's gonna be something that will help you uh, allow yourself to differentiate yourself. So this way here, you don't have to compete on price, all right? The other thing is, is a bundle, okay? I mean, we've talked about that before. So if you have a product that other people have the same exact thing and you want to differentiate, well, you have to create something that the other ones aren't having included, and that would be something that you would add an extra component to it, all right? And then the other thing is, is maybe, just maybe, uh, you are going after products that are, are really, really easy to find. I think the other thing in moving forward for, for any of us, we can test a product, like you've tested it, it kind of sounds like it's selling, it sounds like, you know, but then all of a sudden, you know, people come in and then it's a race to the bottom, Okay, so we don't want that, but it sounds like you validated that that market is buying stuff, all right, so we've already done that, so your next thing would be maybe, okay, how do I find something and have a company create something for me, okay, and it doesn't even have to be a a mold, like we just went through this in the new brand that we're working in, and uh, you know, we just took something that was already created and we modified it without having to add a mold, we just added different components to it, and it worked great. And we're the only ones in the market right now currently that has it. And it's going to be hard for them to do it because they're going to have to actually find those other uh, parts and kind of build it, right? So that's one way of doing it is to really create something that is going to be hard for them to find. If it's hard for you to find it, and I get a lot of people say, I've looked everywhere. And actually, there's a product we're we're looking at right now uh, for another SKU for the new brand. And um, my partner's like, I'm having such a tough time finding that. I go, that's great. Because that means that it's going to be so much harder for everyone else to find it, right? So this way here, if you find it, and then you can maybe even modify it a little bit, you're going to be ahead of the game. The other thing is, is you know maybe you need to go after a higher price point. I don't know what the price is. Maybe it's under $15, so it's going to be easier for people to get in the game. So maybe you need to go with products that are $24 to $30, somewhere in that range. So that's another idea for you. So there's a lot of things that you can do, okay, by, uh, you know, increasing the value of the product, making it better, making it stand out, better packaging. Uh, That was one thing, uh, again, I had a recent guest on and they talked all about packaging and they actually sold the brand. They launched a brand in 18 months after they sold it 
and they had I think five or six SKUs. Uh, they netted. This is net. This isn't. Gr- this isn't gross. This isn't like uh, revenue. This was 180 thousand in 18 months. They netted. All right, and he he swears that the packaging is what did it because their products were perceived as a higher value and they weren't going to get copycats because they're going to have to duplicate the packaging. And it wasn't that easy. So they spent the time and actually that company I just I just mentioned, they're the ones that did the packaging, okay? So they created the packaging for a brand that sold, um, you know, that was only 18 months old. Uh, so that's pretty cool. That's it's a pretty cool story. Um, so anyway, uh, hopefully this helps. Uh, you know, I, I think that a lot of times people just want to go and, you know, find something easy, you know, on Alibaba and then just slap it up. Yes, you've heard me talk about going to Alibaba and finding uh, suppliers and starting to communicate with those suppliers, but it doesn't mean that you're just going to take the standard stock item and use that forever. If you want to do it just to test the market and then once you start to see that it sells, then you want to modify it, then I'm good with that. But I would never say just take something, slap a sticker on it, and then just sell it and and don't do anything with it. You're not going to be able to to stay in the game that long because other people are going to come in. If it was easy for you, it's easy for them. All right? So... Hopefully, this helped you. Keep me posted on that as well. And the other thing is, go to the U.S. Go to the U.S. market too. Uh, you know, try that out. Uh, but I, I get it. Like, if you're in the U.K., you live in the U.K., it might be easier for you to get started in the U.K. That's fine. Okay? But hopefully, uh, some of these uh, ideas have helped you. And then I think you also brought up a really good point. You almost answered your own question. You said, maybe it's just a matter of me finding outside, like, traffic in a sense. And then that's what's going to help me stay above the competition. And you know what? You're right. <laughs> You're absolutely right. That's going to be the new. That's going to be the new uh, superpower for businesses and brands that are trying to build a brand on Amazon. Is how can you find? How can you leverage influencers to push your product? How can you build your own email list to push your product? How can you then start getting ranked in Google when people are searching for a product and then your product is there? Like those are things. That's going to require work and time to build out this, this little infrastructure, this little, this little network that you have of outside traffic. And by the way, Amazon loves outside traffic because guess what? You're driving it to their site. Even if they don't buy your product, they're on their site now. So I believe they're actually going to give you a little bit more love when it comes to, uh, to selling your product or even ranking. So yes, that would be a, a, a definite as well. Like, yeah, I would be... I would be reaching out to YouTubers, that would be a good fit, and again, all it takes is one or two to get you started, I mean, again, I, I had the landscaper on uh, not that long ago, and uh, you know, he talked all about you know, the YouTube strategy, where he's now spending a lot of his time out there just recruiting YouTubers, giving his product to them, and having them give an honest review, and then use it, and then put it on their YouTube channel, and his sales have increased, his traffic has increased, and now that he has them established, he can go back to them with new products or an update on the product or whatever, and he's going to get another an, another uh, push of, of uh, traffic. And the other cool thing is, is when these uh, YouTubers do this, guess what? That video is there for as long as they don't take it down. It's there forever, right? So you, you'll have traffic coming in all the time. So it's kind of like you're building out all of these channels, all of these these YouTube uh, you know channels, that is. And you're able to then start having all the traffic be pushed towards your listings or to even your store. Now that we have the store option inside of our seller's account, we could just drive them to our store if we want to, which that might be uh, even a better way to do it. But um, 
anyway, just, uh, yeah, a lot of things you can do there, but, uh, again, I'm just kind of riffing here, so, uh, yeah, I think that you're going to be fine, I think you just have to rethink things a little bit and get focused on what you need to do and do it. All right, so uh, guys, that is going to wrap it up. Went a little longer today. Uh, the mindset thing took up a little bit of time in the in the beginning, and if you guys fast forwarded and uh, you you missed that, you should probably go back. Some people think that the whole mindset, the whole you know getting clear, uh, you know figuring all of that stuff out is a waste of time. I'm telling you right now, most people that think that end up not making it. Everyone that I've ever listened to on an interview or or just seeing successful people, them working on themselves and really bettering themselves or taking care of themselves, health-wise, physical, uh, you know, all of that stuff, like they're generally they're, they're they're working on themselves. And mindset is a big part of that because when you're working out or, or when you're eating right, you feel better about yourself. You feel good, right? When you're, maybe if you're into meditation, maybe that's what you you do as part of your thing to get you ready and your mindset ready to get that clarity. Um, so all of that stuff. So guys, I'm constantly working on that stuff and I'm going to be bringing you more of that stuff because I want to and I know that a lot of you want it and you also need it as I do. All right. So Keep an eye out for that stuff, all right? So that's it, guys. That's going to wrap it up. If you want to ask a question, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash ask. If you want to download the show notes, the transcripts to this episode, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash 394. All right, guys, that's it. That's going to officially wrap this up. Get out there. Have an awesome, amazing day. And as always, remember, I'm here for you, and I believe in you, and I'm rooting for you, but you have to. You have to. Come on, say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode.